the whole reason people fail in this game leads of real estate is mindset. That's what it is. Because success is really doing the right activities consistently over a long period of time, right? You're listening to Real Estate Coffee Talk. I'm your host, Sarah Hilton, and this is your weekly live coffee date with the who's who from every corner of the real estate industry. Every week, we're spotlighting stories that inspire and tips that empower. So whether you're new to the game or are a seasoned pro, there's something for everyone. Now grab your mug and let's get into it. Well, welcome to Real Estate yeah. Coffee Talk. Thank you. Shall, Thank you. shall oh. we cheers again? Oh. <laughs> okay. You know we got to do it. Okay. So... Once again, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you yeah. work, and all that stuff. Perfect. So I, uh, you, I'm, I'm uh, coming, coming at you live from Chicago. Um, I own Vesta Preferred. It is a boutique brokerage, and I run my team, the Vesta team out of it. We're the number one independent team in the state of Illinois. Last year, we sold 360 homes, and uh, depending and close, about 150 mil. Um, we've been around since uh, 2009, <clears throat> and what we are known for is uh, online leads, cultivating them, creating them, having an inbound. So we have about 100 leads that come in every single day and systematically delivering on them to maximizing our conversion ratios. And that includes proper coaching of our agents. So it's like this whole kind of like lifeline and life support system of, you know, leads and value and, you know, real estate excellence. Oh, my goodness. I love this. And I think during this time together, we're kind of going to like bust so many myths about online leads. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you've heard people yeah, who think they're trash and all that. So I can't wait to hear it. So um, before we kind of like, don't worry, everyone, we're going to get really deep into that. Before we do that, tell us like, how did you get to the place where you started your own brokerage, where you kind of, uh, you know, an independent agent there before? Yeah. Did you have another career before this? What so was funny. your journey? Uh, so the, the, the ultimate answer is Craigslist and here's, here's why I'll, why I'll explain that. So I came to do real estate, um, completely by chance. I finished Michigan state university. I went there originally for veterinary medicine. I realized I love animals, not so much being a vet. So I, I uh, uh, transitioned to, um, a finance degree. Didn't know what I was going to do. I had an opportunity to, cause I'm from the Detroit area originally right. to come to Chicago and work at a real estate firm. And I, um, I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. So um, I tried it out, and my first six months were brutal. Like the worst, terrible, like I'm the worst broker in the entire world. I'm, I'm never going to be able to do this. After about six months, things really uh, shifted for me. And what ended up happening is I found out I was reading the four-hour work week. It was like big at that time, right? And one yeah. of the main points was – what are you spending your time on the most that's making you the least amount of money, but you need to do so you they can get to the place you're making money? And for me, I was doing rentals at the time and it was posting on Craigslist. And I was doing like three to four hours of Craigslist postings. And I was like, well, that is a lot of time for me to be doing a lot of stuff. So um, also at the time, the international economy started to come about. VAs were becoming a thing. And I had a client um, and friend who is still one of my, my dearest friends. Um, he's from India. And he had a family in India. Yeah. He's like, listen, um, I have a, um, a cousin. She can post um, online online ads for you, whatever. Let's try it. I did. Um, I set up this whole system of how to uh, get a ton of ads on at once. And 
Um, lo and behold, it was like pennies on the dollar that it cost me to to do this, which was, you know, at the end of the day, she was super happy. It was giving, you know, she did, at a certain point, like she was employing right. seven people for me over there. Wow. Um, and yeah. All that ended up happening was instead of me doing this for three to four hours, I was starting to do this. And I started to get out on more appointments. So I'm, it was my first time of like an aha realization of like, focus on where you make your money and build systems around that to support that. Um, and that, that is where I excelled ex super fast beyond anybody else at the other firm. The owners of the firm were like asking me, what was I doing? I found my current business partner at the other firm because I, I, I got him on this. And Vesta was born out of that whole systematic approach to delivering leads. And then we've uh, ever since built that into the sales system. That is crazy. And I love that. I know we're going to lean into the online lead thing, but one thing I always say, like, just, I've only been in the real estate world, you know, five or six years now, and I'm a licensed real estate agent, but I do this. But yeah, one right. thing I've noticed is so many agents, they start off, you know, your solo agent, whatever, but they don't have, I don't know if it's like the foresight or the, you know, I don't even know what they need for it, but People don't scale their business. No one wants to spend money, even when it comes to VAs and stuff like that, to put into place somebody who for, again, like pennies on dollar compared to what we're closing um, homes for, to yeah. do that kind of work for them. That way yeah. they can do the work of real estate. And what happens is then I've seen so many people, they're, they're successful, but they haven't built a business. They've built a high paying job. Yeah. And they've been in real estate 20, 30 years and they're still, you know, running around to showings and, you know, everything relies on that person. Whereas it sounds like the business you've built, if you, for God forbid, for whatever reason, disappear to pull it out of it, you have all those systems and right. kind of SOPs in place for that business to keep going. If you ever want to meet the grumpiest person in the world, meet a person that's doing real estate 40 years in. It's like yeah. it's hands down. It, it became my number one biggest fear early on is that I saw how um, just unhappy people were that were in that position where they're like, I, I can't quit. I can't retire because I haven't built this thing. I mean, I, you know, I've been doing it for 40 years, so, but it's just like, they, they're miserable. They just like, you know, I, I'd be miserable. Like my, my goal yeah. is to be in that 40 years and I want to have a great company by that point. Um, right. But I'll tell you the whole reason people fail in this game leads of real estate is mindset. That's what it is. Because success is really doing the right activities consistently over a long period of time, right? People understand that. People understand that they have to be doing the right activities, right? Like you look, look at people that want to get healthy, right? You understand that you have to get, go to the gym, right? You have to do certain things every single day. You have to eat right. But the gym on January 1st is a very different place than the gym on March 1st. It's the consistency over a long period of time that people totally fail on. And if you don't yeah. get ready to work online leads for six to nine months per source, systematically understanding your numbers and your conversion ratios, you're setting yourself up for failure. Don't spend a penny if that's if that's um, if you're not ready for that. Right. And that's why people think uh, like I actually when I came into like marketing real estate, even as an agent. I was a little bit more well-known for Facebook ads. You know, that was what I had done before. And that's why I was doing it. And I was like, I know I'll start running Facebook ads for realtors. <laughs> the problem was I got so much pushback over 
real, and I don't want to say this as an industry, I think people in general, but when we're in this sort of job, you become very short-sighted. So it seems like, you know, I, I'm sure you guys are spending a hefty amount on ads, but uh, Facebook is a pay to play platform. So mm -hmm. first of all, there is a heavy, uh, you know, you're kind of putting a lot of money ahead and trusting the process. And mm -hmm. I found like when I was doing that for agents, they had a lot of trouble. They were like, this is crap. I'm getting, they're hanging up on me. And I, it was so hard to communicate. This is a, kind of a long-term six to 12 month game when it comes to, to online leads and you got, okay. So this is so good. Okay. So leading into that, the one thing I've heard about Facebook ads specifically is Facebook ads are trash. They're a bunch of renters or, you know, they're just, they, they don't leave their name number and, and all that stuff. You clearly with your brokerage and through all your agents and through your sales have proven that that is not true. Right? So your team is nationally recognized for attracting, converting these leads yeah. into sales. So how, did you kind of get this process started and learn what works and what doesn't work yeah. and build out those systems for your brokerage and your agents? So I will agree. Facebook leads are trash. I will disagree that you can't close them. The whole yeah. understanding is that they're trash. Yes. But maybe their conversion ratios are just a lot less than what you expected it to be. They're not 3%, right? I probably would put Facebook at, 0.5% at best, right. Right? right? And that, that I mean, it's, it's a volume game, right? And if you just take away, like the people that are calling consistently, and that's the first thing that they're doing, they're setting themselves up for failure, right? You want mm -hmm. to be able to put into the process, but is it automatically, systematically messaging, right? Like we have an entire AI built out system that nurtures leads from the second that they hit all the way to the point where they're like, huh, I'm kind of interested and show some sort of intent. So you're trying to show, you want to get the cream to come to the top with as minimal of your input as possible in those types of lead sources. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. So, so you want to be able to build these things. Now, the only way that we got there and understanding is by coaching and delivering and working online leads for 15 years, right? And understanding that if you have your upfront you have, you, have, you have a hypothesis, right? Like if I have a new lead source that comes in that says, hey, Greg, I want to sell you leads. Okay, great. What's your conversion ratio like? First question. And second question is, who are your clients? And give me their contact information. If they can't answer both of those, hang up the phone. They are worthless. If they can answer those, okay, you go on to the next step. You call their, you call their clients, other brokers, and you say, are you really converting at these percentage points? Great. What would you say is your answer rate? Fantastic. So let's say you have a 30% answer rate, right? With the 3% closing ratios. That means that yeah. out of a hundred people, you can assume that 30% are going to pick up. That's your first metric that you want to figure out if that's the case. You should be able to figure that out within a one week's worth of calls and, and, and activities. Now, right. out of those 30%, can you get that percentage of the 3%? Can you find those three in those 30%? In those 30%? And that is how you look at all of these things and per channel, that's why you can't be like all these online leads. It's like Facebook, Instagram, Zillow, like everything has to have its own pillar or else you're never going to be able to figure out where you want to put more money in and where you want to stop spending your money. Right. Yeah. And if you don't have any sort of metrics to rely on, if people think that they're just going to throw, you know, $500 at a Facebook lead and, and, a, and a, 
a ready-to-go buyer comes out, you got the wrong way of thinking about it because that's no, yeah. almost yeah. never the case. You're going to okay, say so this is shit. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's going to yeah, happen. I'm just the same thing. It's a numbers game, and I'm like, hey, I'd much rather put time and energy behind something where I can get 500 you know, leads or yeah. basically numbers in a week and convert, if you convert 1% of those yeah. over the next six months, you're golden. So what I guess, does your team, does your brokerage have a uh, platform or something yeah. that you find works the best or that you fine tuned really great? Yeah. So we have a CRM. It's a small CRM out of the Austin, Texas area called Great Agent. I love them. Um, they yeah. are all about focusing on your activities, right? So before I go into that, the, our whole principle is we focus on activities, not results, because the only thing you control on your daily basis are your activities. We call them MMAs, money-making activities. And we fill our day with MMAs because at the end of the day, as long as you're consistently executing or over a long period of time, you're going to have consistent business. Our CRM, it has action plans that automatically get put in for lead source and our agents plug in where they need to plug into Right. So uh, our system emails and texts, our AI platform is, is doing its own, its own thing. And I'm like, hey, agent, I need you to be in this portion of the system. Right. We found out very like long, long time ago is that we're humans and we're flawed and there is an impossibility to be consistent all the time. So you have to be able to work with your deficiencies, let's call it, so that they don't become deficiencies, they become your strength. Right. So that's where we put in. We actually take all the nurturing up front away from our agents because I cannot consistently expect our, my agents are going to call as well as I want them to on a regular basis. Right. So that's one part that I take away from them. Then I give them the highest intention portion of the of the sale where their magic and what I hire them for is you know, kissing the baby, shaking hands. They want to go out, they want to close a, a business. And that's what they're great at. Right. And then I take everything from their point forward. I, I do all the transaction management. Right. And then um, if you want to get even further into it, we meet with everybody on a weekly basis when we look at their activities and we focus on three main core uh, areas, which is the only things that matter when you want to be successful. Attitude, behavior and technique. Attitude, 70 percent of the whole puzzle. If you don't have a great attitude, stop doing real estate. You're never going to be successful in sales. Number two. So that's an easy one. If you're having a down day or whatever, what we're going to figure out. Mental health is really important in this business. Number two is behavior. MMAs, money making activities. Are you doing everything systematically the right way and the whole system is tracked in our CRM? And if you're doing everything there and you're still not getting the results, the only place that's left is technique. How are you asking for the business? How are when you're going out on tours, do you ask for, to, for the close, right? And that's where we coach on those specific things. We don't ask how was your week. We said you had 20 calls. You should have had three appointments. Why didn't you have three appointments? Let's break that down. That's how our coaching goes. Oh my gosh. That's so good also because I would think that it gives them something to work towards. So your agents, do they have, are they seeing somewhat of like a list of the things I should be doing or they yeah. basically know what's expected of them that week. So they're not floundering. Yeah. It's even more so, right? Like agents all the time. I remember this in the beginning of my career is like, I would have a crazy busy day. I'll be like exhausted at the end of the day. And I look back, I'm like, what did I do? I don't even know what I did today. Right. Like I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just trying to catch up to the day. Right. And that's like, I think right. the most dangerous place for a broker to be. That's where burnout happens. For me, I want our agents to focus really have two to three hours of high intent focused activities because that's all you really need at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Every single day, if you focus two to three hours max, 
You can do whatever you want. I'm like, you want to go get a massage? Go get a massage. You want to go do this? Go do that. But get your MMAs done first. Because I guarantee you, if you do the MMAs the right way, over a long period of time, you're going to get your success rates up. That's just what's going to happen. Every one of our agents, minimally three to four X's their business. Uh, we've had 10 to 12 X's their business the first year with us. And everybody's business is growing on a 20% clip. And that is how we do it. And And that proves what I think about real estate is that it's so much better a lot of times if you just work with you know, a team or a mentor or someone that can really yeah. help track what you're doing, help you see the things you don't see. Because a lot of times, and I've been there too, when you're just like yeah. busy at a breath all day and then it's nine o'clock at night, you're like, I don't even know what I did. I just did a lot of, a lot of crap. Right. And yeah. so, but everyone wants to go it alone. I'm like, you would make so much more money if you look like your average agent who's, who's just kind of like going out to showings and then they're like, well, maybe I should post a reel. Oh, you know, yeah. now I'm going to run a, a Facebook ad. And, it, you know, yeah. and they're just kind of testing out everything rather than going up under someone like you who has perfected this. It allows them to focus on what they need to focus on to make more money. Yeah, no, for sure. So, and but, but I also do want to like, you know, I don't want to make it seem that like people aren't going to be successful if they don't come. Like there's a lot of great people that have become loan operators, you know, a solo and whatnot. And um, right. it's. It's the people that understand that they have to have a structured day that is measurable and they review those measurements and keep themselves accountable. I think the biggest thing people miss is the accountability factor. If you do not have the accountability, very few people can stay consistent. I'm one of those people. Yeah. Like my business partner is my yin to my yang. He keeps me accountable. Yeah. Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we meet at 5 a.m., because yeah. we um, we cannot meet during the day. It just gets too busy. And we look and talk about like what are my activities? What do I got to do? And, and then it's like I report to him and he reports to me. And that's how we stay on top. There's accountability on every level. Every level. Oh, my gosh. I love that. My my husband tries to be my accountability partner, but he says I'm not coachable. <laughs> I, I found out a long time ago, you you do not want to uh, play. No, but your spouse. You know, I'm like, it's he's a, he's not telling me about MMAs. Exactly. Exactly. Tell me what I got to do. I got to go make dinner. That's he's been in sales forever. That's and so his, I call him, he, he, I call him like, I'm like, all right, grandpa. Cause he's, we're not that far apart <laughs> age, but he's like seven years older and he built, he's very much into like phone call this hitting the streets, putting your business card. And I'm like, why would I do that when I could just make a reel? And yeah. Like, right. Oh, like, I don't understand. So I'm like, forget it. Yeah, I right? really need to New age. Oh my What's God. up? Yes. Um, okay. So tell me this because you've seen it. So if I can, I know this isn't on our sheet, but if I get the understanding, so you and, and your business partner or who's ever run these leads. So you guys are basically, obviously, uh, you know, creating the ads, whatever, getting the leads in, and then you're nurturing them with your processes and then passing it off to your agents. Right. Nice. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that way they're not falling through the cracks. Yeah, exactly. And the agents so, can do what they love. What the goal is, is that 95% of an agent's day does not make them money. 5% does. We want to flip that on its head. We want to make an agent's day 95% successful and success focused and appointments and all that stuff. And the only way you do that is by taking away the necessities that they still have to do every single day, but they don't necessarily have to do it themselves. So we compartmentalize the business processes of marketing, uh, even uh, a tour scheduling. Um, everything, right? The, the, the um, uh, listing, everything that they need to do, like running earnest money and scheduling inspections, but they don't necessarily have to do that. 
right? Like they need to go focus on making more money and getting themselves more profitable. And so then the company can keep growing. Oh my gosh. And it also probably keeps a, it, it, it helps kind of keep like a, you know, a streamlined processes for keeping these leads because you already know what works. So if you pass mm -hmm. them to an agent that may drop the ball a little bit, then it's like, you know, waste of money. Okay. So yeah. you've been around a ton of agents and you've, you've, been in this online lead space. Yeah. So why do you think most agents, and I know we touched on a little bit, but yeah. why do you think they usually give up on the online and the paid lead sources? So it's all comes, it's mindset, right? It just, it's an understanding of what you're in for, right? Cause like it's what, what, what brokers do always is they're very reactive, right? I'm slow. Uh, I'm going to do this, um, you know, and yeah. they don't necessarily look at, you know, the, core problem, which is they don't have the consistency behind their efforts and, and the long-term uh, mindset. So that goes right into, if you're going to go into a lead play, right? It's, it's going to take, what if it's going to take you a year to close your first lead, right? And it's a thousand dollar investment. Do you have $12,000 saved? And do you have the skin thick enough to believe in the process? And before yes. that even happens, do you understand what the signals are to let you know it's worth? Right. There's all of this stuff that you have to go into so that you go in every single day and you just do the activities and you don't worry about anything else because, you know, you've done the research that if you do these specific set of activities, you're going to get the results that you're shooting for. Right. But people, right. they freak out. They, they stay consistent for a week, maybe two. And then they're like, well, that's not working. I'm going to go somewhere else. Right. Three months, right. six months, nine months of consistent activity is what is required right i always put this in a in a in a, uh, a very easy to understand form for brokers the number one thing brokers love to say is that they're slow during the winter time love it it's like there's not enough buyers you know I, this is when i take my time off q4 yeah. is the second most productive quarter for vesta and the reason is because if you keep a consistent activity push there you're not going to see a fall off. You're going to have consistent business. Yes, you might just have to make more phone calls to get the same results, whatever, but you didn't just right. differentiate your activities because you know it's coming. What I found is that if you take one day off, it's three days to get back on. So if you take a month off, it's it's uh, three months to get back on, right? Um, uh, right. So it, it's, it's you know, when people take off a winter, uh, the winter two months, right? It's It takes, let's call it five, six months to get back in the swing of things. So if you get off on September, October starts to get slow. Of course, you're not going to get busy again until April, May. There you go. That's why. Yeah. Right. And and what I've seen is not necessarily taking off, but what will happen is they'll get busy in the work of the transaction. Yeah. Just like you said, they're dropping off the earnest money, this, this that. And this, then, yeah, this. they'll close all these deals. I mean, I've been there. I've closed, you know, four or five deals in a month. And then at the end, I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> now who's buying? Yeah. And just like you said, now it takes me three months to go yeah. find more people to buy. So, yeah. um, and that's why it's so important that you have all that stuff already working behind the scenes we're, for your We're agents. selling more than a house a day this year, right? I don't, I don't my, my head's not on fire. My hair's not on fire. I'm not like running around crazy. It's like, that. that's why. That is crazy. Oh my gosh. That, that gets me so excited. Okay, yeah. so- Piggybacking off that, right? When it talks about trust in the process, just because I've seen it, and this is why I stopped doing ads for agents, was the money. You know, they they're so afraid to spend the money as as an investment, but they're 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 too 
nervous to wait for that six to nine months till it pays off, right? What do you, for your average, like let's say solo agent, what do you think is the investment they should be prepared to make to see results? Wow, it's, I mean, it's I know that's, question. I know that's, you know, multifaceted, I guess, but. Yeah. And there's not, there's no like real like answer, right? I mean, it's, it's um, the number one thing that I hear on top broker panels and how people's businesses has, has blown up is that um, they double down on their spend, on their marketing, on their stuff that they're, that they're you know doing for exposure wise. Um, it, at the end of the day, it's, it's the agents that are willing to take the highest risk that get the best, biggest reward, right? Um, at the, at the end of the day, it's like, You cannot spend a dollar until you truly understand what the funnel looks like. Because understanding what the funnel and expectation looks like, it gives you the confidence to know that the investment's there. Like, like sales is the craziest thing in the world because uh, first off, we, we make a lot of money when we sell, right? So okay. it's, we're very highly incentivized to sell houses, right? But again, yeah. anything with 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 hot, that that hot, that's going to have a lot of competition, um, and it's going to require a lot of grind. Um, so you know, people come in being like, "Well, you know, if I spend you know a thousand dollars, or saying that I should get you know three three or four buyers, yes, but like, you know, your average buyer, regardless, even if you get under contract today, is going to be right. let's call it a two to three month turnaround before before you see any money. So there, even if you close today, you're going to have three months worth of spend before before you see that money back, right? Right. Um, and it's it's it just take it, it takes thick skin and, and it takes belief in yourself, which at the end of the day is sales. Yeah, and and just like you said, knowing your processes, knowing your funnel. Because if I saw what what you're doing, and I'm like, all right, so this is this person comes in from wherever, let's just say Facebook, and they're getting this email and this text and this phone call, and everything is perfected and the numbers are there, then I'm throwing twenty thousand a month at it, right? Because oh, yeah. if I know it's yeah. going to pay, yeah. If I know it's going to pay, then then why not? But not having, I was just talking to a girl with SEO. We were talking about everyone, everyone wants to put the cart before the horse a little bit. They want to run the ads and thinking it's just going to pay back. But if if you don't have something <laughs> worth yeah. delivering to people, you're flushing money down with it. But you know, also so like just, people need to understand, right? They're like, well, yeah. I'm just throw money here. It's like, start with the easy stuff. Start, like, you don't have to spend money. Like, you know, at the end of the day, exactly. I always point like, how many times do people actually go through their phone book and look at all of the context that they have there? And like, we all have thousands. I call them like the, the breadcrumbs of social interactions, right? Like you yeah, yeah. accumulated all these names and whatever. And it's like, just set up a, an ability to call 20 of those people every single day. You'll probably have six months worth of activities, catch up with them. And if they don't know who you are, get them out of your phone. What are they doing in your phone? Yeah. But you can just call those people. The most, highest level of return yeah. is calling your sphere. It just is. Start there, yeah. right? Make money by like just calling your people and doing your, your normal stuff and get to understand what the consistency behind anything goes. Because you truly have to be ready to do online leads and you need to train. And the way you're going to train is by the free stuff. And you might not even have to pay for online leads, but you actually do the hard stuff that nobody wants to do. Right, right. Oh, that's, that is so good. And really, it's a lot of those processes are just basically mimicked online with a different audience, but everything that you can do for free is almost just 
kind of created yeah. in the online nurturing yeah. funnel, right? Yeah, and, and, yeah. and anything, see it as a training period because you be able, you should be able to do this and your system should be able to consistently follow up. And then it's just a plug and play model once you get the online lead call. Right, right. Oh my gosh, I love this. Okay. So um, in these, when, when these slower times, right, which I know nothing's slow by you, but yeah. in this slower time where, you know, uh, inventory in just Charlotte, yeah. our inventory is crazy tight, you know, yeah. um, what advice would you give to agents who feel maybe like stuck or struggling to find that business? What is like your best piece of advice for that? Yeah. So um, it, it all... It, you know, I don't like to just say specifically what to do because everybody is yeah. unique to the way that they like to get business, right? Some people right. like door knocking, very few. Some people like, um, you know, are okay calls. Some people are um, but big networkers, right? right. Um, so it's really like, you know, think of your big three, right? Like what, what is the most, uh, the highest level of production and quality of activity that you can do on a regular basis and that you can commit to over a long period of time, right? And as long as you get an activity set that you can realistically find, let's call it even five people every single day or something that, you know, you can get new contacts in with like my phone, my phone thing, for example. Right. right. And you just stay with it consistently. It is impossible for you to fail. Impossible. Yeah. It's literally impossible. But you have to be able to stay consistent with it. And over a long period of time, so you got to give yourself that six to nine months, right? And you know, most agents fail because they don't ever find their footing and they keep trying new things. And every single time you try a new thing, that's day one. Every single time, right? Yes. And no the effort that you had before, it goes away. So it's like it's, yeah. it's all momentum. That's what you got to, you got to build momentum in your business. Right. You know what I also think they need is like um, a little Gregory statue on their desk with like, you just press it and it gives you like motivational sales tips. Yeah, <laughs> you, should start, do it. Yes. you should start selling that for like merch. You know what I mean? That could be your <laughs> best of merch. Just like these little bottle well, glasses. I call, like, so, so I started I have, like, you know, pseudo starting like, you know, uh, I hate to call coaching, whatever. It's just like, Oh, just go for it. No, yeah, I know what you mean. It's, um, you know, I call it the dragon agent because it's, you know, yeah. I, there's a whole, the whole reason behind it, but, um, you know, it's all, it's all based around the stuff that, um, is, is the stuff that works, right? It's like, it's like dragon yeah. agent stuff. And my biggest fear is becoming a zombie broker, right? Those people that are yeah, yeah. doing the same thing every day and, and walking around and like, you know, saying like, I've been doing this for 35 years. And <laughs> and all that. yeah, that's a zombie broker to me. And I'm like, it's the number one thing that I'm terrified of. Um, and, uh, and it's like, my answer to that is being a dragon. Oh my gosh. I love that. Okay. So they're going to have to find you for that before I give them all, I'm going to have you give them that information. Um, yeah. one, one more thing. Someone asked a question before I move on to the next one. So someone said, um, do you think it's a good idea to do a campaign for 12 months, like mailers, or is that a waste of time? No, I mean, like, listen, everything is a good idea. As long as you have a long-term mindset behind it. And you understand what you're trying to get out of it, right? Um, and that you like 12, 12 month campaign. Let me ask you this: What are you sending every single time? Is your campaign does it have a QR code on there with a landing page? What does your landing page look like? Once somebody puts in information, what do you do with that drip follow up so that you're following up with them every single day, or you know, let's call it the first two weeks? Then the, then a week after that, it's like all of those follow-ups, texts, emails, requires content, 
good quality content. You better not be calling them and asking, how's your day going? Here's how, here, here's why, why it's a good time to uh, list your house um, now. Right. Or, you know, hey, listen, I know you're looking to sell in 12 months, but this is why I find the most success with sellers that um, take 12 months to list their house, right? Like all of these things you have to think about in that long-term place. So you look at it, you put it on the board and being like, I'm ready. So if anything is a good idea, as long as you're ready to commit to it over a long period of time and you know what you're doing. And you're not, you know, on month seven when it's not working, you're not like, F yeah. it, I'm moving on now. I'm going to be on Facebook. Right? Because, you, you know, yes. this thing, you're, you're looking to get people to know who you are. Then you have to make sure that they're ready to sell. Then you have to go and get them sold. So all of that stuff yeah. is like you're, you're, you're up an uphill battle. But understand that, like, if you get a QR code, for example, what I love about this is that you can see intention, right? So how many sellers scan, right? How many scans equals an inquiry? How many inquiries to an appointment? That's how you build your funnel. Because then it's yes. like, all right, if I spend, if I, if I sell, if I send a hundred of these and it's going to get me four scans, but no appointments, well, what would 200 do? What would 300 do? Okay, great. Now I have an appointment and now you have a metric you can prove. It takes me 500 mailers to get one appointment. If you can do that, now you have real dollars and cents behind your activities. And I promise you it's replicable, but you have to understand what your numbers are. Right. And and just like you said, the data. So that is an underutilized thing in this industry. Like no one looks at their data. And I'm like, Everything. your data tells you the answers, right? So if you if you send out, you know, two months of mailers and you're like, all right, you know, I got I got a couple of scans or whatever, and not an appointment. The other thing I would think about is like, okay, what else can I maybe edit that flyer to edit the call to action or something like that to also yes, test that out. There was in one of these big Facebookers recently. There was a girl, young agent, right? She's very cute. She and she asked for <laughs> she she went to the wolves and asked for people's opinions on a, a listing postcard she sent. She just you know, saying they're very cute. And it's like, basically I'm an agent. I sell homes, but there was like no call to action. No one know what to do with it. There was nothing more no. than, than a clean postcard. And people started telling her like, Hey, you got, you know, strong call to action. Hey, you need to talk about this or that. And she was like, forget it. I'm not doing postcards. But I'm like, if you just test these things out, just yeah. that's all, all bad. She got chewed up and spit out, but people were generally trying to help. It's, like it's a hey, if that it's a came across my desk, I, I wouldn't know what to do with it. No, I know. Just, exactly. And it's yeah. like, you know, it's, it's the hard truths, right? Like you got to be ready to have some thick skin and you got to be ready for people calling and be like, you're, you're spamming me and this is bullshit right. and all this stuff. And, it, and it's like, dude, listen, everybody has a bad day, right? Like you're finding that yeah. ideal candidate that's like receptive, call, yeah. like is ready to chat with you that like, you know, it, you're, you're really looking for like, yeah, yeah, I need it on the haystack. And and a lot of times that negative feedback can help you. I, I was telling someone earlier that on my podcast, there was someone on that said that they were going to talk about, you know, 1,200 Google reviews. And we did talk about it, but it was it's a smaller part of the show than I guess this person was expecting. So they gave me a one-star review and they were like, I want to talk about Google reviews, you know? So, you know, I was a little bit like, damn, you didn't even pay me for that, but okay. Um, but it was actually good because I was like, all right, you know, going forward, I need to make sure that if I'm putting in the title, it's going to take up like a larger portion of the show. You know, sure. so negative feedback can actually be helpful. There's a lot of grumpy people out there, but yeah. um, negative. It's ridiculous. I know. I was like one star. Damn, I could have gotten a three or something. But anyway, <laughs> whatever. 
Okay. So tell us about Real Estate Rumble. Yeah. So it's amazing. It's this charity that we started. Uh, we just had our tenure last year. And um, lo and behold, you would be, uh, be amazed to hear that realtors love punching each other in the face. Um, and it's, it's literally, it's a charity. Um, it's a charity that we've created that gets realtors to sign up to fight. It's like super like amateur boxing. It's like full headgear, minute and a half rounds. Oh, I love um, this. And we, we raise money for the kids. So it, we did Mercy Home last year. We did Big Brothers and Big Sisters for a long time. Um, and literally like realtors train, they prep, they, they, you know, raise money. Um, and then we have this like main event show that, you know, realtors literally for the first time, a lot of times get into the ring and like, it's hilarious. I, I, we have an open bar. So like all their friends are like yeah. rowdy. It's like a, literally like a backyard brawl. It's amazing. It's this amazing. sounds so fun. Do you yeah. live stream it or yeah. is it just where? Yeah, I'll, oh I'll my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Send me the link. We'll put in the comments and in the show notes because I yeah, gotta, yeah. I gotta watch that. That's sounds... yeah, it's, it is a riot sir. I'm telling you. It's, it's like, yeah. I have it's, a few it's people I'd like to nominate yeah. for that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's like one the commission dispute platform in our industry. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Like the one who says that they're like a top agent, like you can't, the person you fight over like a $20 dishwasher handle with, like, I'll meet you at real estate. I'll see you in the ring, buddy. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, um, first tell us where do you envision yourself or your business and everything in 10 years? Yeah. I don't care about as long as I'm coaching my daughter's softball team, I don't care where I'm at. Like it, 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 honestly, like that's my whole goal is like, I just want to be with my two little girls as much as possible. Um, you know, and that's like my, my whole focus. Um, you know, ultimately in 10 years, we want to be the first billion dollar team in Illinois, right? That's by 2027. That's the goal. Um, once that happens, you know, I just want to systematically be able to change people's lives through real estate and supporting their, their, their businesses. There's a reason why my team is called the best team and not the Grigory team, right? I have nothing yeah. to do. I don't want to, I don't want to be the face. It's, it's not what it's about. It's about us collectively growing together. And that's the whole focus. Um, so in 10 years, yeah, I mean, my oldest, she's turning six this weekend. So she'll be 16. She, I, I want to be teaching my daughter how to drive. That's yes. Well, Listen, that, you're gonna need that open bar for that too. I just so my my you're oldest is yeah my it's it. Let me tell you, it's my oldest is 18 now, so he's got his own car yeah. and everything. And then I have a six year old, and then I have a six year old, so I'm all over the place. But the six year old, the first couple of times she almost killed me because her turns are unbelievably yeah. wide. Yeah. Um, but now, like, yeah, I'm like, uh, I think that's pretty much the other side. But now, man. It's let me tell you, it's great. There's a whole level of like unlocked freedom when you're yeah. just like, I gotta go to the supermarket. Can you drive me? I'm like, look at my phone the whole time, or like, you just, I have the older one take the younger yeah. one places. Oh, it's just, it, but I mean, enjoy them while they're six, seven, eight, because that I, is, I that is the best. Like, I feel like those ages, like six, you know, and I'm at 18 now, so <sighs> six, seven, eight, magical, not in diapers, I'm, not yeah. babies. <laughs> It's uh, it, it's yeah. an amazing thing, but yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, it's like, um, you know, my goal in the next year or two is to not be in the field selling. Um, right. You know, it's it's and we're very glad I have my weekends and my evenings back. Right, that's been for about two years now. It's been amazing. Um, so we're like, you know, it's just a matter of, um, you know, literally just me taking the leap. Um, I just enjoy yeah. it. It's like being on the field. Which I actually have to go yeah. in the next few minutes because I have an yeah, appointment. Yeah, you're good. No, you're good. We are appreciate. I love that. You I have no doubt you're gonna get where you need to be. So I'm excited to kind of watch you guys continue to grow. So 
Follow um, Gregory on Instagram. He's at, at Gregory, G-R-I-G-R-Y, underscore Pekarski. It's, right? Um, Is that where they can uh, Yes, exactly. So it's my, if, if they can underscore. see the name on there, it's just my, my, my full name with an underscore. Exactly. His name with underscore. And then where can they find more information on your dragon coaching? Yeah. So it's like, it's honestly, it's not like a thing. It's like, it's a, if you just follow me, like right now we're just doing um, videos yeah. for it um, through, through my channel. And it's like, you know, it's just, yeah. I find a lot of passion in like helping brokers in this way. We really yeah. only do coaching for our, our agents in our, in our office. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, let me just empower agents with the success tools that we have out here. So I'm always talking about all this stuff. So you know, interact with me, ask me questions. I'm a friend to the industry. Um, you know, I spoke at Inman last week on this stuff. It's literally, I love, I love spreading the love. Yeah, me too. All right, cool. Well, thank you so much, Gregory. This has been amazing. I think you had the highest views. I appreciate you kind of going with the flow and the craziness, but. So maybe that's a new thing. So like you gotta you gotta mess up the Instagram live channel in the beginning. And yeah. then you gotta what's going on with Sarah's there's something going and then you get more exactly. views. Exactly. Let them watch let them watch you burn and then come back stronger. So <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, great. Thank you so much. Have a good day. I appreciate it. Cheers to you. Oops, stay warm out there. Cheers, Sorry let's about do those lions. Okay, thanks. Sorry about those lions. See ya. See ya. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Real Estate Coffee Talk. If you enjoyed it, please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a review. It really helps. If you'd like to be featured on the show, you can get that information right in the show notes. Be sure to tune in next week for another new episode. And until then, keep your dreams big and your mugs full. See you next week.